welcome to St. Codependencia, a podcast about codependency and all things mental health. My name is Courtney Coleman. I will be your host. Thank you for joining me. This is the very first episode. It's so exciting. I feel like I've been a little kid standing on the high dive waiting to jump off, really nervous and scared for a long time, like going down the steps, coming back up. But here we go. I'm going to jump off. So I'm going to start with a disclaimer. Sometimes I use colorful language. I have been known to curse. So if you are around children or sensitive environments, or if it offends you when people use explicit language, please be aware. Secondly, I am not a licensed therapist, nor do I have any degrees in mental health. I am just a lay person, just a regular old gal who's gone through a personal breakdown in the last year, which I'm sure a lot of you have as well. And I have gone through a pretty significant personal transformation, and I am being pushed to share some knowledge and information that I have recently developed. And I felt like I wanted to create a space for codependency. I wanted to shine a light on codependency. I feel like there is just a huge blind spot in our society and our culture and our awareness. I think that there are a lot of conversations about mental health going on, but I don't think that there really is. Um, there's a lot of missing links out there. So I want St. Codependencia to be kind of like a Hogwarts for codependence to come and to feel loved and supported. If you've identified that you're a codependent, that's awesome. If you aren't really sure if you are or not, this information is still going to be valuable to you. I think that this is just a need that's out there and hopefully we will fill it. So codependency, I think is really confusing. I did not have the right definition for the whole of my life. I thought that codependency was kind of like having a red car. You know, you can get out of the red car if you want, <laughs> get another color car. But it's not that easy. It's not that simple. I did not even realize that codependency has everything to do with my childhood and really not a whole lot to do with my current, you know, relationships or friendships and things like that. And so I essentially had a breakdown, you know, about a year ago and a surrender like scorched earth. I was going down the path of my alcoholic father and I really had a choice to make uh, as far as what my future was going to be. And thankfully, God has protected me this whole way and is doing so much work in my life to the point where I'm now <laughs> confident enough to speak about it. And hopefully this will resonate with a lot of you and ho and and hopefully bring some healing to us all. So, codependence is not just relying on someone in your life too much. That's just not correct. And I I was just on the internet and I was just looking it up and it doesn't, even the definitions online don't um, really encompass what it means. Codependency is putting your self-worth, your internal value on anything other than your God-given authentic identity, any person, place, or thing. So the mom that is too involved with her kids, the, the dad that is on the golf course every day or in the boardroom, you know, the kid who 
will lose his mind if he if he loses a video game championship or something like that. People put their value in other things, people, places, or things. So when you take it into <laughs> some perspective into it, it is way more encompassing and a lot more overwhelming as well. And so what I want to do is I kind of want to help break it down, shine a light on it. I kind of want this to be a beacon of light, of information, of laughter, hopefully. And, you know, we'll just see what goes. So one of the things that I've been experiencing as far as discovering my authentic self is that God gives everyone unique gifts. And one of my gifts is that I see things in analogies <laughs> and they come to me very quickly like popcorn and I write them down really quick. I started having daily conversations over Marco Polo, an app, with some family and friends, just sharing positive affirmations and um, like an uplifting message. And more and more analogies started coming. And I realized that God wasn't giving these analogies just to me, <laughs> that I needed to share them. So I've gotten a lot of information recently about just addiction, depression, anxiety, childhood trauma, childhood development, um, and all these things I'm going to touch on on this podcast. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go through one analogy per episode and kind of discuss it and kind of talk about how it relates to life in general or just kind of a cool way to look at something that may be helpful. That is the hope. <laughs> so we'll see how that goes. So to kick off St. Cotopensia, I'm going to start with an analogy that is a snow globe. So if you think of a snow globe and if you think of your life like a snow globe and that when, let's say, you are dysregulated, you're triggered, you're in a panic attack, you're you're freaking out, whatever whatever terms you may use to call it. That means in this analogy that your your snow globe is all shaken up. And for me, that happens, you know, when certain people come in, come in or out of my life, when health issues arise, or when I watch the news, my snow globe gets really shaken up and I get super overwhelmed. And I started with this analogy for my eight-year-old daughter who was really struggling. We moved to a new town about four months ago to be closer to my family. We lived in California for 12 years. We're on lockdown and I was homeschooling. And so my daughter went back into the school system this last school year and was dealing with a lot of anxiety, just getting back into normal life. I know a lot of you parents have struggled with not only your own mental health, but your children's mental health during all of this. And so I wanted to also give parents a tool that has really, really helped me to have healthy discussions with my children. I have two kids, an eight-year-old girl named Maxine and a three-year-old Tasmanian devil named Chase. And also I have a husband that I've been married to for 11 years, been together for 13. And I'll get throughout the podcast episodes, I'll get deeper into my history and whatnot. I kind of just want to get one episode under my belt because I've been really nervous about how this is all going to come out. I was telling a friend of mine that I want, I need like a Willy Wonka machine to <laughs> take everything in my brain and just like go wank, 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 and then 
here's a little package. Here's a little Courtney Coleman package for you guys. And so hopefully <laughs> over time, I'll get there where these episodes are really concise and um, clear and that there's a very clear gift for you by the end of it. So back to the snow globe, what I realized is that living in codependency for the whole of my life, I was just completely shaken up all the time by my parents, by just lack of structure, by being put in dangerous scenarios. When I was a child, I had an alcoholic father who was, you know, inebriated exclusively during my childhood, who drove drunk all the time. So my snow globe was just in a constant state of flurry. <laughs> and one of the biggest things that I've understood throughout this recovery process is uh, number one, I need to quit drinking, <laughs> which I have done for over a year now. So yay for all those sober peeps out there. Keep going. It's worth it. But that's another episode. So back to the snow globe. I realize that it's on me to make sure and it's on everyone. Your life is your snow globe. So whatever you're putting in there, it could be positive or negative. You could be putting in negative things. You could be putting in positive things. I mean, anything can be put in there. And, and before I really, really, really went away, I went away to a week-long childhood trauma workshop in Arizona in Phoenix, the Meadows. Anybody who has been there knows it's such an amazing healing place. It changed my life. Please check it out if you think you might need intensive therapy because your life has become unmanageable and you just don't know what or why um, you are struggling so much, check it out. I went away last summer and I came back a different person and I have come back with so much rich, rich, rich gifts mentally. And there's a lot of things that I have pulled from throughout this year that have been essential in my daily life and my mental health, you know, so pivotal in how I look at things. So the snow globe, the energy needs to settle. It needs to go down. It needs to be in a centered place, calm place, especially with children. Even when they're in like a very high energy, loud, it might not be a scary or dangerous place. It might just be just a lot of energy. And I know what for my child, she can't really talk, you know, when you pick her up from school or, you know, when you ask her how her day was, it's just like she, she can't, it's just too much. She's overwhelmed, sensory overload. And what I've realized is that if you give yourself time to let all of that energy settle in a really calm, grounded way, you can move on and, and you can live in a really, really peaceful mindset. But it takes a lot of work because a lot of times you're not sure what's going to shake up your globe until it's already shook up. And that's what triggers are. So what's interesting about snow globes is that when you have children, you are given a brand new, beautiful snow globe. And so the interesting thing that I have really come to recognize is that what was in your parents' snow globe is subconsciously in your snow globe and what's in yours is going to be in your children's and so on and so forth. And people don't look at it in terms of this and that's why I think that these analogies might be helpful for people to start looking at it in just an easier way. If you think about your parents, 
how was their energy? Was it always stirred up all the time? Now, this is this is something that's very hard to decode, even as an adult, because my dad's snow globe was constantly altered because he was he was always drunk. So that in itself is yeah yeah. If you're drunk, like your your snow globe's gonna be all you know messed up. And so mine was all messed up when I was with him. And you have to children have to be taught how to let that snow globe energy settle in a healthy way. Those are coping strategies. And children will subconsciously model and mimic their parents' coping strategies. So if your parents run to booze when they're stressed, if they run to religion, if they run to the golf course, (laughs) I don't really have an issue with golf. I don't know why I keep bringing it up. If they run to wherever they go, if they run to Netflix, your child is going to start doing those things because you did those things that your parents did. <laughs> and a lot of times people think, well, I'm not going to be like my parents. Like, they're totally crazy. But people desperately want to believe that their conscious mind is stronger than their subconscious mind. And in fact, it's the opposite. Your subconscious mind is like so much stronger than your conscious mind. So these are all things that you don't have conscious awareness of. So you just don't know that this is how you're operating. And the beautiful thing about recovery is getting that healing and understanding all of that energy that was constantly being shaken up and for whatever reason that might be. And then understanding that you are in control of your emotions and your life and then you can take the wheel in a healthy way. And then you start modeling those behaviors for your children. And if you don't have any children, then the benefits of it will be for, you know, anyone that you encounter in your life. Because the snow globes are in itself a boundary, if you think about it. It's holding everything in your mind, your mental arena together. And so that's why this is a cool visual. Because the thing about children is that they don't know how to create their own boundaries for themselves emotionally or physically that's why they need caregivers so if you're if the caregiver of the child's snow globe is constantly shaken up and they're never settling their their own energy then the child has no idea that that isn't the normal thing to do <laughs> so everyone tends to walk around with just shaken up snow globes all the time and think about it People are walking around triggered and they're spilling all their emotional shit on everyone. And whether you do it in an overt way or a covert way, it's still happening. And it's like, what are you putting out into the world? I'll tell you what you're putting out into the world. It's the same as what you're putting into your snow globe. That's really where I want to begin. I am passionate about these topics. I think that there needs to be more discussions, more people talking about it. I went away to this workshop and the woman who started the workshop, she wrote a book called Facing Codependency. Her name's Pia Melody and also something you should check out, get on Amazon or anywhere. And she discovered all of this information that is just mind-blowing, life-changing stuff. And no one has really broken the seal on codependency. I feel like this is hidden away. I feel like this is information that a lot of people need. And I am hoping to be one of those people that shed some light on it. So that is the message for today. Thank you so much. Please join me again for another cool analogy about mental health. 
Please be advised that I am not a licensed therapist, nor do I have any degrees in mental health. I strongly encourage everyone to seek out the care of a mental health professional. And as always, go find your light and where you begin is within. Bye.